Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. I hope all's well wherever you are. We're all sequestered in our respective bedrooms, it looks like. I think these are bedrooms. Actually, this isn't my bedroom. This is, uh, I am in my... uh, my five-year-old boy's bedroom right now. Um, and if you're looking at this, Eddie Spaghetti, you're not behind the glass. You're behind several walls somewhere in the Los Angeles area. I don't know. Are people able to watch this or no? <clears throat> um, we could put clips on the internet, but right now, no, this is only for our, uh, our eyes. Okay. So, yeah, I've got the, the Paw Patrol blanket uh, behind me. Yeah. Eddie's um, in his dorm room, by the way. Eddie's got like a <laughs> Pearl Jam poster of what I really learned in college with like all the beers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the like this, an Ansel Adams waterfall. <laughs> this one over here is a hand-drawn um, uh, Pearl Jam uh, picture that my old roommate got me. And then this one wow. is Temple of the Dog from the forum from four years ago. So, yeah. I have a lot more posters in the other walls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whose who's room, whose home would you most like a tour of? How many spaghetti um, spaghetti is wearing um, right now? He's wearing one of those throwback NBA yeah. tank tops in his home on purpose. Um, yeah, it's hot and then, and then he's also wearing a um, – a old ball coach style visor. visor. Yeah. That's the, that's really, you know, I, to, to be able to um, take attention away from the tank top would be hard to, to hard to do. Is that something that the 20 somethings are doing? The millennials no. are going with the visors. No, not in the least. I just, I just showered. I got my work. <laughs> I got my workout in. I showered. It was pretty hot in my room. Cause I have the windows open. So I grabbed a, a tank, you know, a Jersey to Is wear. It really hot. Like you would describe it as it's hot. not hot. It's I, not, no, it's I hot. mean, I don't know what you are. Describe right? it as hot. If you're hot, you may have a fever. 
No, it's not. Uh, no, it's you're right. It's not hot, but I have like these thin windows, and when the when the sun glares in, it's very hot. I guess I'm, I have my view of like Look, I don't have Park, the, windows, the, Holly, the, the Hollywood sign. So uh, say hi. Thin windows. Yeah, they're thin. So when I'm, when I'm looking at my, my penthouse view of Griffith and Hollywood sign, I, the sun comes in, it gets hot. So and my hair was long now because I can't get it cut up for obvious reasons. So I put a visor on. Looking we have good. a visitor. Who's with you, Hank? I've got Alfie here. Alfie, you say hi to everyone? <laughs> no, okay. No? All right. No. I love Alfie. <laughs> who's Alfie's uh, favorite NFL team? Alfie, who's your favorite NFL team? You know who it is. It's the Jaguars, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that right? That yeah, makes sense. Love the Jaguars. How does that happen? Uh, yeah, they go to London. They're London's team. It's nothing to do with London's team. It's because they what? wear that, that awesome, awesome uniform, isn't it, Alfie? No? Oh, okay, no. I don't know. I think he also he also loves Blake Bortles. And he's sad that he's, yeah, that, that's the real reason. Look, yeah. you know, hey, we all... Best, all have our uh, favorites, right? Who's doing better in your house, your mom or your dad? Who's running the Who's running the house the last week or so? Alfie, Dave <laughs> wants to know who's doing better. Is it me, your father, or your mother? Who's 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 in charge and who's doing the best at the moment? Who would you play? Who do you say is is, is doing terrific right now? Both. Both. Oh, who's raised their, Who's raised their voice more? Who I shouts hear. the most? <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have, we have the whole handsome <laughs> whole family. Everyone's rolling through. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, All right. Say goodbye, go. Alfie. Look at this. <laughs> is it by know. Mrs. Hanson? This is exciting. The whole family. The whole, the whole family's around. Handsome right. Hank, again, another example of how handsome Hank cheats life. His wife, without telling tales out of school, his wife's family owns pubs all over uh, all over the UK. Is that right, handsome? That is correct. I think money money and I, I went, went to one. one of them. We had a very amusing very amusing <laughs> lunch with it DJ. Was, uh, oh, poor <laughs> DJ. We've ne- you've never DJ has never been as upset in his life because the man does not get angry at anything. Uh, he really until he we had to cool off. He had to, leave, he had to leave Why? the pub to cool off. Daniel Jeremiah. Why? There was uh, the table next to us had uh, a, so we went to the Chelsea Man U match. Uh, Hank got us tickets. Hank Hank broke the news to me. I was supposed to go see uh, what was I? I was supposed to go see Tottenham. What was it? It was Tottenham West Ham, I think. And uh, yeah. the uh, Tottenham has been my favorite team for twenty years. So I was excited. Thirty years probably. I was excited. And uh, he's like, I've got some bad knees, money. We aren't going to Tottenham. It's like, son of a bitch, you know, and something about the league was afraid about violence because of their rivalry, all that sort of stuff. He goes, well, I was able to secure tickets to Chelsea Man U. And I was like, oh, darn, what a what a letdown. So we end up going to Old Trafford. And isn't that where oh, it was? Old Trafford, Stamford Bridge. Oh, that's right, it was Stamford Bridge. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, we walk back and he's like, oh, you know, my wife owns a pub right around the corner. Let's hit it up. We go inside to eat. And have a few beers. And um, the table next to us was packed. What do you think, Hank? About eight, ten people. They were all drunk. Completely They'd been destroyed. there for a while. <laughs> and uh, there was a dog, 
underneath the table that had stuck to its hind quarters uh, some remnants of its business that it had. And it smelled terrible. And it was back. DJ's chair was backed up to their table. I was on the other side. So I had side of it. His back is to them. <laughs> The dog is basically rubbing up against DJ's leg. Uh, the people trying to get are, the poop off, like rubbing against his leg to get the poop bad, off its hind quarters. The uh, <laughs> the the dog's owner was intolerable, and uh, ultimately it it came to a head when uh, the owner of the dog asked DJ if he was finished with his food so he could feed it to his dog. <laughs> <laughs> but but only midway, only like three or four minutes after DJ had started eating his food, yes. was, this, was this request made. <laughs> and then I think the tipping point, the tipping point for DJ's anger came when the server approached the table, basically kicked them out and said, you know, you're really upsetting these guests. How dare you grab food off another table to feed to your dog? Your dog's not even supposed to be in there. And the gentleman was was very upset. He's like, I, you know, and apologetic. He's like, I am so sorry. I, I assumed he was finished. I feel terrible. He then takes his big mitt that's got his hand on this food that he's feeding his dog and puts it right back on the plate. <laughs> it was a great. It was one of my favorite moments. Of the I time. assume having spent yeah. just a little bit of time in London in uh, some of the pubs. It's it, it's sort of checked out that everybody in the pub or like most guys in there are a slightly milder version of the uh, the guy who fights all the time in train spotting. The guy who just at the drop of a hat will slam a pint glass into the side of your head. Everybody seems real chippy in those pubs. Maybe not. No, but there's, there's always there's, there's certainly those types. But there's also every pub will have probably 10 residents who who are there from opening time to closing right. time every single day of the week and these are the people we were sitting next to yes and it, it's their home i mean as, like, uh, it's dudley moore there there are right. uh, 10 dudley moors <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the, at least and, the pubs we went to that's what it and, felt like we were surrounded was, by dudley moors that was exactly what these this crew was 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 the guys that like they roll out of yeah. bed and they're like okay time to go to the pub and then they <laughs> roll out of the pub and it's like okay time to go to bed and that's that's yeah. life legendary I think my, favorite, my favorite part of that too by the way just to put a button on the story uh is when they all get thrown out and leave there is one person this quiet old man who's still there oh, yeah. reading his paper and he looks at us he's like thank god they're gone <laughs> he was sitting at a table with them for two hours he was at the table with them didn't even know him they just took over his table and he was so thankful that they were finally gone <laughs> that's the best man that lifestyle the richard harris legendary thespian and Peter O'Toole might be one, two for my all-time best late sh late night show guests. That's a good list, actually, that we should cobble together. Oh, yeah. Uh, best guy, yeah. best people to ever come across on a late night show. Crispin Glover. Crispin <laughs> Glover is a good one. Um, but uh, Hoffman. Uh, a more recent vintage Bill Burr always kills on late yes. night shows. Um but yeah, Richard Harris, one of his friends. He, I guess, he, he's from a small town where there are four pubs, and uh, he and his chums made a promise to each other that when each one went, when one dies, the living members have to take him for one last pint at each of the four pubs, and they literally take the corpse of their the friend course. from <laughs> the house and take him on a pub crawl 
around town, like weekend at Bernie style. They literally take a dead man <laughs> into four different pubs. He told Letterman that story. It's the greatest tale ever. I always used to say that um, I don't think you could do much better than marrying a flight attendant because then you get free travel. But I think right. uh, marrying somebody who owns a series of pubs would uh, would have to I'd be agree. on the list too. Yeah, well, it's worked out well. I would assume, Hank, that that's the that's the retirement plan, right? When when you're all set to to call it, uh, you you and the family unit move back to London. You know, run a couple two tree of those pubs, and uh, and that's that, right? That could that's a pretty good idea. I haven't really thought that far ahead, but yeah, I, I would be down for that. All right, listen, we've got a couple of things to do. Spaghetti, we're going to play some Use Your Noodle, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, if you guys want to play Use Your Noodle, we could do that. Okay, I mean, I not if you don't like it. To. The most the most disinterested game show host in history, Eddie Spaghetti and his yeah, thanks, Eddie. I do want to we, share um, okay. I do want to share a conversation we had, Dave, while we were waiting for you to join your own podcast. Uh, Sorry, I Eddie. couldn't find my earbud. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hank and I were discussing this with Eddie and, and we said, So uh, so you're still going with the headset, huh? Still still gonna still gonna use that. And he got very defensive and said, Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use it. And then got into uh, what he's been doing gamer wise uh, over the course of the quarantine and, and mentioned basically like the reason I have this on is because as soon as we end the pod, I unplug this headset from my computer and immediately plug it into my gaming system so I can get after it. And uh, and then shared what is it? What is it that you're playing and the reason why you're playing it right now, Eddie? uh the new call of duty uh Warzone. it's like a new um online multiplayer thing where it's similar to like the fortnite game or apex legends where anyone can join it's a big big huge map you could team up with everyone so me and my friends have been playing at nighttime okay and what else cool uh the main game i've been playing alone has been the witcher uh basically and why, and why is that why why the witcher eddie because uh, I, I just watched this. Sh- I watched the show twice over already on Netflix. It just came out right. a few uh, months ago, and I want to get into the books. And I like the story. It's a good uh, replacement for Game of Thrones. And uh, so I decided to, to download the game and play that. <laughs> are, there any Witcher, are there any Witcher podcasts as well? I mean, if you, you've got sure. covered, you've got TV covered, you've got gaming covered. It feels like you need an audio um, accessory as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I would be shocked if there wasn't one. I mean, it's been around since like '94, right. so I'm. They're yeah. probably. It's pretty popular. It was like the number one international show on Netflix. I'm sure there's something. Look, 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 listen, you guys. You guys are so out of it. This thing's number one. All right, and, and oh, oh, I'm the bad guy because I like the show and I like the books and I want to live it because that's what I'm doing in this game. I get to live. I'm the Witcher. The way I go around. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone to watching The Witcher to becoming The Witcher. I am The Witcher. I am The Witcher. (laughs) (laughs) 75 Um, years ago, when when confronted with global crisis, our forefathers were like, I'll tell you what, Buster, I'm going down and and signing the dotted line right now. Go fight the Nazi scourge. Take that, Mussolini. Guess who's coming your way? Eddie Spaghetti. (laughs) It's The Witcher. He's aware. I love it. Where's the 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 God, I love it. I love it so much. I'm chilling, sure, man. You're By the way, talking, the about, talking about Netflix's number one global show, have any of you guys tuned in to see this this show, Tiger King? It's the best of all not, time. Not or yet. not. Oh or my not. The best of all time. It is the best show I've ever watched in my really? life. Really? It's the best story. It's the it most part of the story. The story is 
incredible. And I please, like, before we speak next week, will you guys all, all right, make I'll a promise it. that you'll watch it? And once you start watching it, you won't be able to start watching it. Mm-hmm, it okay. is insane. It's everything that I love about America. It oh, almost God. seems fake, like the, the story was created. It, it, you right couldn't make it up. You couldn't yeah. make it up. Every time you think this is insane, it go, they, they, it's like, oh, no, we're, we're not even – this is not even close to insane. Oh, I, will, I can't uh, wait. I don't want to ruin anything for you if, yeah, I, if only because I can't because I can't explain it. It's so weird. Hank, I uh, I wanted to be I wanted to be able to relate to you and, and your sporting adventures. So I have been hmm. consuming the test uh, Ooh, on Amazon heavy. Prime. Which I haven't is, watched uh, it yet. I've been told it's good. Would highly recommend. It is all about the disgrace that found its way to the Australian cricket team after they were discovered to be cheating during the ashes with Ethan. some sandpaper by the bowler. Uh, exactly. And it's, uh, it's dramatic rise back to the top of, uh, of the cricket world. So I yeah. can better understand Hank when he shares his cricket tales with us once the sport resumes after our uh, coronavirus outbreak is sorted out. Awesome. We, uh, gonna, I will watch that as well. We watched last night here Tom Segura's new stand-up special, and it's uh, it's marvelous, really funny. And just before that, we we wrapped up High Fidelity, the series. Oh, fantastic! Oh, the series. Did you, yeah, did you? Oh, yeah, not the picture. Although didn't even know there was a series. Yeah, it's with um, Lenny Kravitz and um, Denise um, Huxtable's daughter, who looks oh, okay. Zoe Kravitz who looks exactly like her mother. I mean, it's freakish how much she looks like her mother, which is to say attractive. Um, But uh, some some fun little touches to the movie, some fun little references through it. But it's pretty good. It's a good watch. Good music, too. You'll enjoy that as as music aficionados. Where do I find that, Dave? Um, Hulu. Hulu, okay. All right, we've covered it all. We got uh, Netflix. We got Amazon Prime. We got Hulu. Eddie, you want to shout out a YouTube TV show or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I, think sure I think The Witcher. No, there, that's right. Eddie gave us The Witcher. The Witcher game. Yeah. Uh, so Microsoft is covered. It's Tiger King. For, for me, uh, well, HBO has Westworld Season 3 back with Marshawn Lynch, who's in it now. Hmm. What do you want, uh, by the way? What? Yeah. Marshawn Lynch is in Westworld. Yeah. What? He plays what a character called like, He doesn't oh. have like a cameo. It's not like an Aaron Rodgers cameo gets blown out of a doorway like he's a character. He had multiple scenes and like speaking scenes in the first episode. And then his storyline, uh, he's involved in the Aaron Paul storyline. They were not involved in the second episode, but I would imagine he would be back sometime in the third or fourth episode. I, I, I could definitely see him having more lines, but he had a, a relatively significant part in the first episode. Spaghetti, if you could, because everybody's doing that right now, everybody's getting by, and it, it's interesting the Venn diagram, the overlap of the the results of everybody trying to figure out things to talk about in social media and otherwise in the past of the time. Uh, so one of those things is who would you want to be sequestered with, sheltered with, not for any creepy reasons, not for any man, you know, uh, any romantic reasons. Who would you want to be sequestered? Eddie Vedder, right, would be one you would, you'd like to be there with. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like that. The, yeah, uh, he's sure. What about that that gamer ninja to no, show you I'm, all of his tricks? Well, the Witcher, the Witcher would be there. Yeah, the yeah. actual Witcher. Why would you go that far? Uh, Larry David would be a fun one. I thought the last season of Curb was incredible. He'd be a fun one just to pick his brain. Uh, yeah, I mean, The Rock, probably. The Rock would be a good one. <laughs> the Rock? What's yeah. The Rock, rock going to do? Just like, uh, and just kind of admiration. Work out with him. Yeah, work yeah. out. Like, yeah, it'd be great. Admiration. Uh, <laughs> 
And then let's throw, you. Don't let's throw, throw a rock. Let's throw <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist in there too. Hey, right there. Can I make you breakfast, Mr. Rock? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Larry, David, Larry David, Eddie Vedder, The Rock, and Henrik Lundqvist. I'm good with that. <laughs> Hank Lundqvist. <laughs> Lundqvist. Oh, that would be a grand table to sit there. I'd love it's to That's a nice table. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. Vedder sitting there listening to, to The Rock, those two guys exchanging <laughs> ideas. Um, so, um, all right, let's let's talk about football for a second, just to hmm. get that in, since this is uh, nominally an NFL program. Have you gone on record with the uh, with the logos yet, Dave? Have yeah, you, let's uh, talk about have... those. Ooh, yeah. I do want to say, first of all, um, for better or worse, and for worse for uh, for my wife and anyone who who is uh, unfortunately shares bloodlines with me, um, this is this is my hour. Uh, people like Matt Money Smith and Petros Papadakis are reaching out to me because this is my area of expertise is uh, right. is uniform. And, and I just was on with Petros and Money. Uh, make sure you listen to Money because he keeps on spinning. Good for him. He's uh, he's doing four hours daily with uh, with Petros tracking down iHeartRadio. Check that out. It, it kind of is in a lot of ways the epicenter for pro football because we're waiting out to see the next domino fall, which is who are the Los Angeles Chargers going to get? to replace um, Phil Rivers. And I think that is probably going to be the next big one there is, are they going to go after number one and replace him with Superman? But then also quickly to self-promote, I was on with Chris Long on his great show, the green light pod. We did an hour 45 marathon um, doing uh, current NFL uniforms, a bracket. And of course this means that we're going to have to do it again in like uh, three weeks when all these teams unveil their new uniforms Included among them now, late breaking, the Los Angeles Chargers are getting new right. get too. And um, I get the sense, I mean, it looks like they've gotten rid of the navy blue, right? They they stole yeah. the Rams thunder. They, the Rams were made fun of. I think this new Chargers thing, it's like powder blue and gold, and that's it. No navy or anything else. Yeah, they kind of made it. Uh, well, I think they, they didn't kind of. They they announced last year that powder blue was going to be their primary home uniform. Uh, you know, with the logo yesterday, you see they just pulled that that navy outline off the bolt, so it's just powder blue and gold. So yeah, they've ditched navy, I think, entirely. Uh, I've been I've I believe uh, I have not been told. I actually asked yesterday, like, hey, I'll keep it in the vault. How about you just send it my way? And was told, uh, no, Russian hackers. Can't afford to send it digitally if you were I got, uh, able to. I bet you we were. Ta- I don't know. If we were talking to the same guy, but I was uh, in contact yesterday with someone as well, and saying like, just give me, you know, just uh, you right. know, give me, do me a solid limit. What, what's 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 the color? You're losing the navy. Like, can't say anything. Uh, non disclosure, yeah. non disclosure agreement. I'm like, really can't tell me, but I, I respect it, and I respect even more this this move because the, here's the big thing coming up for the chargers that they're gonna have to decide and i've i've lamented this and i've talked with players and unfortunately most players just don't know what they're talking about with uniforms now i was pleasantly surprised when i talked to petros that he does care about uniforms and chris long certainly does too so those are some rays of sunshine breaking through but like mike williams of the chargers is like i love these uniforms i'm like but isn't it weird that the lightning bolt has a border around it. Don't you see, Mike Williams, that the lightning bolt replaces the conventional pants stripe? He's like, no, I like it like this. And so, you know, that's, but hopefully brighter minds will, uh, will see. Well, I think it. that here's the, here's the only thing I, 
I wonder about the the lightning bolt because I had brought that up in my original suggestion while out having having beers with some of the power players on the road one time. I said, why why the pinstripe and the lightning bolt? Why not go back to the gold pant with that sweet lightning bolt just down the side? And, right. and I do think some of it is function. I think that that lightning bolt was on the pant before they had that stretch fabric that became mm. the pinstripe. And now the way the pants are made, you know, they are tighter and that becomes the stretch point, the expansion point of the actual leg. And so you kind of have to have that separation in the fabric that is the pants and the fabric that is the pant stripe because it's the give point. So I think that's a tough one. I get it. To paint it the same color as the pant, like if it was a white pant, you have the white fabric that's stretchable and then just put the gold bolt on top of it. That's the way you could get away with it is make it the same color as the pant and then just have the lightning bolt. So that would be. Uh, I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's fair. But either way, that's good news, I think, for the Chargers. Yeah, I subtle think they, tweaks is what I'm, my understanding is. I, I subtle guess tweaks pun, to an already I, iconic. Impact. I am making the, uh, the, the pun is intended here, but they are stealing. The lightning bolt is stealing the thunder of their stadium yeah. partners there in the Rams. Well, how did you react? You were much angrier money i think the rams i think the rams um first of all the logo doesn't matter that much i talked with um with the unless it's on the field well yeah unless but it's you're, on the 50 yard line definitely will be on the field your counterpart in the broadcast mm-hmm. booth jb long the voice of the, the radio voice of the rams pointed that out to me he said it's not it, it's much ado about not nothing but it's not that important because that logo one way or the other isn't going to be on the hat so who cares right um but it Which is I say, because because i think about like some of my favorite logos are on the field like my fate my absolute favorite logo because it stretches from the 30 to 30 is the east carolina pirate the fact that you have a logo on a field that stretches from the 30 to the 30 yard line with the state and that pirate in the middle of it it is fantastic and to me if you've got like i think of that boise state bronco in the middle of the field it's glorious like that to me is a big deal if you've got a stupid looking logo with the 50 in the end zone it's like kind of hard for me to get away from that when they're playing because i'm going to see it during the entire game and say man that's a stupid looking logo Handsome, your thoughts. Wait, so, on yeah, expa- explain to me uh, just on the Rams. So what we've seen is we've seen an L and an A with like a, a horn coming off of the A, and then we've seen like a new kind of three D Ram. What? So neither of those is actually the logo. No, they both are logos. My under, you know, what I think the speculation is is that stupid looking fifth grade drawing of the L and the A with the Ram coming off the top. Um, is going to be the the primary logo for the on field, the not on the no, hat. No, no, no. That's on the, the field. What's going, going on, on the hat? hat? What's going on the hat? The horn. Probably just. The I would imagine an updated horn. The horn that's I, on that new ram would be my guess. Right. I could text you guys a picture. I think I found. I'm not sure how oh, accurate Eddie. this is, but I'll text it. Well, wait okay. a second, because um, a DDFP listener, um, Franco the Tanko, has. I think those are his designs. I don't know if he's designing those. Sorry, Franco. Didn't mean to but, uh, insult you, but sorry. No, well, the pro- yeah. See, I don't know if those are for real. The what? Uh, what? Uh, look at my look at Damashek. I tweeted these out. If they really, where'd you get those spaghetti? 
Uh, my brother texted me this morning saying, uh, in our group chat saying that for as bad as the logo was, he says the helmet and the jerseys look pretty good, and I kind of mm. agree. It's that sort of like I'm not. It's that graded kind of like starts as strong gold and then right turns into all the way to white. white. Out. If it does that, that's really bad. <laughs> I would agree. They look terrible. That, that's not going to be good. Yeah. If it has tinges of orange in it in the color scheme and everything, which it looks like it does in this, it's uh, very this kind of it's kind of very LA sunset. I think it's is what they're going yeah, for. It's like, oh, it's we're, we're in LA. LA, look, yeah. we're, we're so LA. We put LA in our logo, right? Embrace yeah. us, love us, give us a big hug. If these, in fact, let's not overreact because I don't know if this is true, but if those are the uniforms, those are poor. Those are that, that, that's a shame. They're reminiscent of the, the, uh, the Jaguar color green. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't like those. Um, what was interesting, though, is that. Um, I mentioned uh, being on the Chris Long podcast and we were talking about it and he is one of those guys who really does care about how he looks and he's not kidding around when he talks about like that uniform made me feel fast. Like when I put that on, I was a little bit faster. In the it. Ram uniform? What Any uniform and like other uniforms he would look at and say, I don't like this. This makes me feel slower and I don't like wearing the uniform. Like he didn't like the St. Louis Rams, that metallic gold that uh, that right. they wore so he hated that because he thought it diminished his play and then it came up that his decision in front of super bowl 51 the falcons and the patriots that season he debated his final two teams were the atlanta falcons and the new england patriots and he looked at it and realized i can't wear that bum falcons uniform <laughs> and he went to the patriots that's hilarious and, and i love what if in and for real what if chris long who was you know who who wasn't an every down pass rusher for the Patriots who might've been though for the Falcons is Chris Long's presence on the Patriots and not the Falcons enough to swing that game. If he had gone, if they would have worn the red hats and the red jerseys of Steve Bartkowski and Gerald Riggs and the blitz grits and had Chris Long played for that team, would that have swung football history? It's a fascinating, uh, a fascinating thing to me. Yeah. I do want to point you, out that you uh, simultaneously, <laughs> no, no, simultaneously, I'm sorry, I get easily distracted. You don't, you do know that, Jack. Um, but simultaneously, uh, Henry's dog walked into his bedroom. My dog walked into my bedroom. Henry's dog is on their bed, the bed on which they sleep, whereas my dog is seated at the base of the bed on his own dog bed. So he is not to mix with mom and dad in the bed. In which they sleep. I just hope I just hope one of the one or both of them poops directly behind you. <laughs> it can easily <laughs> happen. The it can easily happen here. Oh, look out behind spaghetti! Happen. Behind spaghetti! It's the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what do we think, Money? The big uh, the big football thing is like I say is the Chargers QB. I, if you haven't heard, we discussed it last week. If you haven't heard, uh, New yeah. England Patriots old QB Tom Brady is now the QB for the Buccaneers down in Tampa and we'll see what those getups look like. It does seem as though based on the the hints thrown out that there is going to be some Buccaneer Bruce, that there is going to be some creamsicle action available, which is, think? Uh, well, I, don't think, I, I think everything I've heard is they're basically going back to, to their thing. Super Bowl winning um, yeah, the outfit. They're, they're just admitting defeat on the alarm clock uh, numbers and, and everything else. Oh, really? They're probably keeping, keeping the, the new logo, the bigger flag. But everything else is essentially. Um, There's definitely the, the, showed that if you they tweeted out today, I think 
some of their players reacting to the three new getups that they have. And, mm. and, and in one of the logos you see is Buccaneer Bruce. I don't know. And also – I would love that. I mean, I, that's I'm down. Yeah, for that. it should at least be an alternate that, for two games. Yeah, the Patriots have said that they're tweaking things, but only tweaking. They're not going back yeah. at Patriots. That's a mistake. Which is the big mistake. And um, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I think that would be the time, right? You get rid of Tom. He's completely like it. It's, yeah. it he bookends the whole that that unfortunate uniform, and obviously they had good times while wearing them. Now go back to to what what looks good. So the real red, white, and blue. Like, how do, you, how do you not have the real red, white, and blue if you're the Patriots? Not this, yeah. you know, sort of off blue, the silver and not That's white, right. and the, the darker red and not the bright red. It makes no sense. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna, if you want to be that, then you got to do it uh, through thick and thin. If you want to call yourself the Patriots or the Capitals or anything that invokes America, then your colors have to be red, white, and blue. Exactly. The Washington Capitals, 20 years ago, at the start of Ovechkin's career, thereabouts, they, they, they're, they're the Washington Capitals, again, in our nation's capital. And they skated out onto the ice one day in turquoise black and metallic gold. That I mean, like, their fans should have walked out right. until they made – and same thing with the Patriots now. This is, the, uh, this is the optimal time. Let the Tom Brady era stand on its own. Go back to Pat Patriot. But anyway, right. we'll see what happens there. And then the other team that is intriguing and I'm concerned about making tweaks, supposedly, the Indianapolis Colts. What could those really? be? Don't mess well, with I, that. I saw that was just a different color of blue, I believe is what I heard, that they were just adjusting uh, the blue slightly was the uh, was the tweak that they were talking wow. about. I, have, I don't know how I came upon that story, but I saw that somewhere, that that was kind of the uh, the idea with them. But this right. is, so well, this must be the biggest year of changes, right? Because on top of those ones, we've, seven, got, the, we've yeah. got the Falcons. We've got the um, – who else have we not mentioned? Browns. The Browns. Um, it's crazy. That's a lot. Sounds like also, the Browns are going back to their Bernie Kosar – I mean, basically – Right, which is fine. Good for them. Yeah. Their, their exactly. franchise history, yeah. NFL Shop is selling a Buccaneers alternate jersey. They don't have the color. It's a blank white jersey. Uh, same goes for their, their away in their home. But they are selling uh, – you could pre-order an alternate jersey. So it seems like the Bucks do have a third one, which could be the cream mm-hmm. not like Not like in the updated movie um, of uh, Mad Max, but in – if you ever saw Road Warrior, the second installment of the original with Mel Gibson, I look kind of like the um, the Mohawk guy who is the okay. lover in chains of um, okay. I forget what his name is the the main bad guy in that one. Um, that that whole movie is you just uh, need some war paint. That's all you need, Dave. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and and uh, a looser sexual sense because that's what that whole movie is. It's a it, it's. That it's a it's a gang of um, slightly dressed um, gay guys. That's real. I mean, that really is the movie. If you watch it, that's uh, the right. the whole pack of bad guys. I don't know if it was meant to indict um, gay people, but Mel Gibson's in it, and so sort of like I always say about uh, the Fantastic Four, that plainly was intentionally some sort of a gay parable, right? Uh, let's see. Silver Surfer, the thing. No, Silver Surfer's not in them. Oh, he's Silver not. Surfer's, he's the bad guy, I think, right? Don't they fight him? Spaghetti? Yeah. The Fantastic Four is Mr. Fantastic. You know, right. he's Mr. Very Fantastic. And he's, he's yeah, he's, he's loosey-goosey, yeah. can reach anywhere. There's the Human Torch, whose who's catchphrase is, flame on. Um, <laughs> there's, there's the thing. 
there's the thing and there's a woman but she's invisible yeah now this does the thing have junk or no <laughs> like does he have a thing? no no he is the thing don't you, think? you know what i mean like it's He's made of he's made of rock. Right. I mean, what, so once how, he's dead, that's the end of the thing. They don't procreate because I'm just thinking, like you know, you have to have some sort of connection there, and it'd be. Very I think hard you're. I think you're missing a rock. In his entirety, right. he is. He is. It, hey, it's not. It is not an appendage. It is all that he is. Is that is what thing. it is? It, alternately, his nickname, his name, could have been the Wiener. You know what I mean? <laughs> How do you get it? I guess so. It's just interesting that he's made of rock of all the things. You would probably want right. something that maybe was a little less abrasive. I don't think you. Uh, I think you're missing out on the on the symbolism here. He's made of rock because he is right. the thing. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's, you get it, money. The, the rock is. I got. You, I got you now. Without saying as much. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Look, I'm not a big comic book guy. I, I, I don't follow. There's nothing to do with being a comic book guy. Well, no, you're yeah, trying to explain the Witcher to me how guy, signature phrase flame <laughs> on and Mister Fantastic, and then like I'm supposed to understand that the thing, and I'm just asking, hey, does the thing have jump? That's all. It's like because he wears pants, he's got a little like little loin kind of cloth thing that he's got going on. So I would assume he's got jump, right? I don't know. But he's hiding I'm, something. Now, right. I, why is he wearing pants? Yeah, you're right. He does wear the little uh, Speedo. Yeah. yeah. The thing wears the little Speedo it. thing there. Yeah. And Spaghetti um, and uh, the the thing and the rock. I don't know if you yeah, want to. Yeah, I would think you would want them over. Your, Maybe your, the two of them. Together there. Maybe um, add, him to, add him to your quarantine. To another superhero whose name is Superman and he wears number one on the football field. Let's jump to that money. I feel okay. like that this is it they their number one goal i think that the the chargers um number one wanted brady i think if they had their wish list it would go Tua. one two tom brady three cam newton and so they lose out on brady they would have been happy to get him for a year or two but as we've discussed the short term um bang of getting the goat would have filled seats but the optimal for the franchise in Los Angeles to to engage a young fan base and win them over over the course of a decade and a half and build some tradition among that generation of, you know, 10-year-olds, 20-year-olds, whatever, would be to get Tua and presumably with, you know, assuming that the kid works out and all that um, and, and goes on to be a great star, then, you know, the, a generation of, of football fans in Los Angeles would be like, Tua's our guy in the Chargers years with Tua and all that. But short, but now it's wonky because you can't really look at Cam. You can't really do a physical on him. So what bottom line is, do you think it's Cam who the Chargers go after coming up here? Because that everything makes makes all the sense in the world to me that they would go after Cam. Yeah, see, I I think um I think for the Chargers it was Tom or nothing. That huh. that was because I do think that the the like, you know, best case scenario for them was Tom and Tua. That Tom is here for two years uh, or one year or whatever, and Tua gets a red shirt year and he can learn from Tom and be his mentor because obviously Tom knows he's not going to have this job for five or six years. So you might as well, you know, be the ambassador for the franchise. They draft Tua and all as well. Um, Let me interrupt you on that, though. The problem yeah. with that, the problem with that, um, 
notion is that if you bring Tom Brady in, then you're in ultimate win now mode. And yeah, so wouldn't you no question. Him, but then wouldn't you be compelled to surround him with as much talent as you possibly could, specifically on the offensive line and smarter people than I, like Jeremiah and Jeff Schwartz and people who study offensive line play, um, say that the that the high end of this draft is loaded with uh, with tackles. And that's exactly what you presumably would want if you bring in Tom Brady in is to beef up that O line, right? Well, I think you look at for the Chargers, my guess would be, you know, again, for them, best case is they've signed Belaga, they've traded for Trey Turner, and Mike Pouncey is over his his neck issue. And now you've got one half of the offensive line. And and if Mike Pouncey's not, Dan Feeney was fantastic backing him up. And even Questenberry was really good when he was called upon to play center. So you've got three of your five are right. You worry a little bit about that that left guard spot, but then if it is Tom, just go sign Jason Peters. You know, as your left tackle, uh, they're really high on this kid Trey Pipkins, who's a super raw but just crazy giant athletic left tackle that they drafted out of I think Sioux City State or something like that. Um, this D three kid who's like six six, three hundred and thirty pounds, and they figure if he gets another year, um, they feel good about that. So. The kind of the, the way I look at it is, yeah, they are all in for winning right now with that defense. Uh, if healthy, they sign Chris Harris. They feel good about their linebackers with Tranquil and Nwosu. Obviously, you know, the defensive line, they had Linball Joseph to the middle of what is already a strength in both San Ingram, Derwin James, Casey Hayward. You know, they I think they already feel like they're there and they can afford that luxury pick at number six. Uh, my understanding is they offered Tom more money and, and maybe even considerably more money than the Bucks And hmm. That was to try to convince him to come to the West Coast, and it just was not going to happen. That ultimately, when they had that family discussion, uh, they weren't going to move that far away from New York and his oldest son. Um, and once that happened, I think they went into okay, we're we're in we're in Tyrod Taylor and drafting a quarterback and developing that quarterback mode. Um, and I think that's where Cam just doesn't fit. He's I, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I just everything you said, money makes sense up until that point. If they are win now, mm-hmm. why would like I don't understand why Cam can't be the equivalent, not like a one B to to Tom Brady, right? You've you've he does need the help on the offensive line. It sounds like at least you know, like you say, three or four of those positions are filled. They've got the defense. I don't see that Tyrod's not going to be the answer at quarterback, and I don't see you know if you don't get Tua. And I don't think they necessarily have the ammunition to be. Why the don't they? I think I, but let, how about that handsome? Don't you think they're going to, I know that that will impact your dolphins who have, it seems like everything sure. built around the notion of getting to uh but I think the chargers are going to make a play for him. Right. They, uh, they might do, but I think ultimately when it comes to it, I think the Dol- if the dolphins really are set on him, any team that the, that calls that the charges call or that calls the charges and gets whatever the charges offer is going to immediately call the dolphins and say the charges just offer be this. What are you going to give me? And the dolphins, if again, if they really do want to, have just more to give. So and don't you? That's yeah. the that's the issue. I would imagine. Is it, possible, I mean, if, then, is it possible then that teams all just wait out? signing cam to see how the draft breaks because i well i think the problem so the problem with cam that is different than brady is cam's 30 you know cam cam wants another contract cam wants a 200 million dollar contract and cam has been terrible the last two years i mean that's not true though 
terrible. He cannot he was terrible throw the ball. Once he got hurt, once but he, he was got hurt, hurt, he, he was, was great. I think, but remember, he was great Canada, in 2018 for a long stretch there. That's not true. That's not true. His passing has 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 just fallen off a cliff. His accuracy, yeah, remember, and everyone was – He didn't have the weapons that the Chargers But that's had. what everybody is saying, right? They're like, oh, he doesn't have the weapons. Like, okay, but the guy's never been an accurate passer. He, his his great strength and the separation for Cam has been his athleticism and his size. And if he doesn't have – you know, if he doesn't have the athleticism to use that size running the football, he's just not great. He's, he's not. You know what I mean? He's never been a super accurate – downfield like you know his rookie year was his best year throwing the ball downfield um even you know what i mean so i think that's the concern it's like okay you're bringing this guy in he's not going to be interested in taking a back seat to anybody he's not going to be interested in being a mentor he's going to be interested in getting that next contract for 250 million dollars oh yeah the the market will dictate that he's not going to get that straight away so i think the charge is probably given that there are you know there's there's such a carousel this year and so many people on the carousel and they've taken that analogy too far he's he, he the best he might get is a one or two year deal um and and the the opportunity to prove it and if the charges genuinely want to win now then that this would be that opportunity um, with the weapons that they have. But see, like to me, and 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 I would I would rather take a swing with Jameis. Like to me, it's not even close. I would much rather take a chance on Jameis because he's 25. He's legitimately one of the best throwers in the league. I mean, he can freaking pass the hell out of the ball. And if you can solve a turnover issue that was crazy last year, just kind of throw last year out. Because Bruce Arians is asking him to throw the ball downfield. He's throwing 35 times a game. Those interceptions spike. It's his first year in that system. And we know, you know, Arians, you know, signature phrase, no biscuit if you don't risk it. It's like, well, okay, the guy's had issues turning the ball over. And now you're asking him to take more chances than he ever has in his life. It's probably going to turn out bad. But you get him into more of a ball control offense with those weapons. Like, I'd rather do that. I would rather do a one-year prove-it deal, see if you can rediscover what was so special about that guy when he was the number one overall pick without any major injuries, with still having all that arm talent and the ability to throw for 600 yards in a game and 5,000 yards in a season. That, to me, makes more sense. Because, look, if you sign him to a two-year deal and he ends up not working out, great. Cut him after one. If he does, well, then you got yourself a pretty sweet asset on the trade market that you've now rehabilitated and can then use for future draft equity if you draft Tua or if you draft your future quarterback and you don't want to keep Jameis around. Like, to me, that's the win-win because of the physical state. of Look, if Cam's healthy 100%, then, yeah, we're having a different conversation. But the guy hasn't been right for three years. First of all, you've got a sweet asset, Money. Um, But um, (laughs) uh, I think that – yeah, I – the Jameis thing, these con- uh, not to not to be social justice warrior, but I think that a lot of people are like Cam or Jameis, you know, either or. It's like, well, they're completely different human beings. They're not. They're not uh, just because they both won the Heisman Trophy and uh, you know, uh, coming out of the the same basic region of the country doesn't make them equivalent guys. Cam Newton is going to the Hall of Fame. I know I keep saying that, but if he comes out. And looks anything like Cam Newton has for the for the vast majority of his NFL career for another couple few years, he's going to the Hall of Fame. And the question that you rightly point out, Money, sort of like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, mid point of their careers, and Ben Roethlisberger more more uh, more closely tied to 
um, the way Cam is going to have to change his career for a second half is um, can he modify the way he plays but still hold on to the essence of how he has played um, that's made him uh, a start specifically, is he going to be able to run around at all? Because if he is, on that team with a dominant defense, I love the idea of Cam Newton um, back there with with Eckler and with those pass catchers and keeping him to shorter routes primarily with um, with uh, with the pass catchers they have with Hunter Henry in there. I, I mean, look at the evidence of Greg Olson and Cam Newton um, and then some some nice pass catchers on the outside. Mike Williams numbers, I you know, as your deep. Th- I, I mean, I, I no, I get it. I'm just like, like, world I, me. I just haven't seen it in two years, in three years. You know, I mean, even in 2017, the guy was a sub 60 percent thrower. He averaged 200. I'm looking it up right now. He averaged 200 passing yards per game. Like that's that's that that's only works if the guy's Liz Frake injury isn't wrong, and like the fact that he has not been good. Like that's, that's the thing is even in that season, remember he did not throw the ball a lot. He ran the hell out of it. And, and that's that right. he's got to be able to run. He's got to be able exactly. but he to, he has to go. Like I say, the Michael Jordan. Yeah. Comparison. That same he year not- he rushed for, for his most yards ever that season, two years ago, 754 rush yards with six rush touchdowns. That was the great 2017 season. And he barely threw it. I mean, you're talking about again to think about in 2020, 200 passing yards per game. Like that's, yeah, that, he, that's, that's the problem with but, him. But okay. He is, I, I it, it's funny. Cause somebody asked on social media, who's the most underappreciated athlete of all time. And, and you can summon, like I would throw near the top of that list, Akeem Olajuwon, Eric Dickerson. I love the group of hall of famers who are nevertheless underappreciated. And, and uh, those are those guys, but Cam Newton might be that guy when it's all said and done. I mean, again, I say it all the time, but the greatest rookie season by a quarterback in NFL history, the 2015 season in which he goes 15 and one throwing it to Philly Brown, the formula exists for you to but look that's at. That's one it. year. Like you're putting a guy in the Hall of great Fame. Defense, game, great defense. Great defense. Three. Like that to me is a little crazy, right? Three winning no, seasons. He is uh, talk about uh, uh, seasons of distinction and a and and a resume. Someone sneaking up behind him. Ooh, cake! All right, cake. Ooh, a piece of Sorry, cake. Sorry, Eddie. Oh, spaghetti. what the heck? Yeah, we got to do a way. Dessert here. time in the midday. I see. Look at see. Oh Mark yeah, we should wait till Henry gets that whole thing, then we'll do the way in. <laughs> good, good, savvy move there, uh, handsome. But yes. Cam Newton, yeah, Cam is going to the Hall of Fame. Again, if he retires tomorrow, then he is not. But if he hangs on and is anything like the Cam Newton we've known of, I know people uh, are think I'm loco on this one. I think I really do. Are, I do. He is the all-time. I think you. I think determination that it's happening is is pretty strong because if the music stops and he doesn't have anywhere to go this year or he's sharing time with someone, then I don't think. I think the perception of him changes and people are only going to remember what happens at the end of his career yeah it's uh yeah that i i i just um uh also as as much as i praise bruce arians and in everybody adam gase five years ago was a great qb whisperer because he happened to have some good years with uh peyton manning as his qb there are a lot of frauds who claim that. But again, as we always talk about, Andy Reid and Bruce Arians are the actual QB whispers. They, you give them a QB, the QB almost always is going to have his best possible numbers and otherwise. However, 
um, again, to make the comp with Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger with Bruce Arians was slinging it downfield and getting the crap kicked out of him. That's why Todd Haley went to Pittsburgh because they, because ownership said, you got to get the ball. We got to figure out how to get the ball out of Roethlisberger's hand more quickly. And so they did. And you, and Arians going, I'm mean, going away from Arians um, for Jameis is intriguing, but, and, and so maybe you're right that Jameis will do that. But again, that if, I think the greatest indictment of Jameis is that Arians didn't want to keep him. Yeah, that that right. he wasn't desperate to hold on to Jameis. To me, that's that's a bad sign as as you send Jameis out. Cam conversely, yeah. if you look at the model of that 2015 Panthers team, maybe he's a little diminished from from that level. But that Chargers defense is better than the high end Carolina defense right. that went to the Super Bowl that year. Doesn't the the simple math kind of check out that if you drop number one into that? into that mix in the AFC West in 2020. That's what you need. You need big guns. Tyrod Taylor ain't going to get it against Patrick Mahomes over the course. No, I, I guess what I'm getting at is as a believe it or like, and I'm not saying that Tyrod is, is, you know, some sort of great quarterback. He's not, he's an average, probably average to below average quarterback. That's 500 for his career. That when he was a starter went seven and nine, seven and nine and nine and seven. And I think that's what you get when you don't throw the ball downfield and you take care of the ball and you don't turn it over and you lean on your defense, you're going to be in a lot of tight games and half of them will probably go your way and half of them probably won't because you've got a quarterback that I think is challenged to go out and win you a game. Now, can Cam go out and win a game? He's got to be right. He like that guy cannot do it by just standing in the pocket and throwing it. That's he's never proven to have been able to do that. Um, and I just think recently, if you look at him, it's, it doesn't to me that doesn't make sense to spend money there like i just i don't see that i don't see how taking a swing on cam with what we have most recently in his past as a sample size the inaccuracy the the uh the lack of downfield passing the passing yards per game in a passing era it just to me doesn't line up right you know not All like right, it well, does but the the other the other element that's implicit here that we that has to be discussed is the fact that from a business sense, that's right. Cam, that's Cam right. is going to sell tickets, and I know we don't talk about that, and we're talking right. about the football side of it. But you you can't sell tickets with Jameis. I don't think Jameis Winston does anything for you on that front. You definitely can't do it with Tyrod Taylor. To some extent, you can do it with a rookie, albeit you know if you if you don't get you can do it with Tua. and you don't get Tua, then you're talking about we got the third best quarterback in this draft, which is a right. hard sell as well. And so it comes down to in LA where. The business side is going to at some point say to the football side, yeah, okay, great. We want to win, but we also have to sell seats in this brand new stadium. Cam Newton's the guy that can do that over any and I I, I kind of I don't I don't think he does it over I don't think Tua does it over him. Honestly, I think that, that Cam Newton okay, immediately cuts in seats over over Tua. I think Tua does it more than anyone, but Tom Brady because of the Polynesian community. Yeah, maybe prominent it is and reported in. Um, and you just think about what Junior Seau meant to the Chargers down in San Diego and how popular a player. You can argue that he has been the most popular Charger ever, and so much of that was due sure. to that community in Southern California just making that migration to San Diego from LA to watch him play. And I think you would tap into that in Los Angeles. Um, so I think that's probably the thinking there um 
And also, I think the one thing to remember, and and the Rams have shown it, you know, Aaron Donald's a legitimate star, that you can have stars on defense in this town as well. You know, I do think L.A. has embraced Donald more than any Rams player, certainly more than Goff, more than more than they did Todd Gurley. And I think you have that with Derwin. Um, so you have stars in Derwin and Joey Bosa. And heck, it's like to me, if they don't get to a, I'm not taking Justin Herbert at six. I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that Isaiah Simmons is there. And I just think about, hey, now we've got three legitimate, exciting superstars on the defensive side of the ball that can all make splash plays that fire people up. And then I would take Jalen Hurts in the second or Jordan Love and trade back into the first and go do that. And like, because more than, especially with the, with the state of the Rams, and, and I do believe they are going to take a step back and, and they're going to find themselves. Oh, and, you know, they're, 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 in, they're in some serious so trouble win, with the Rams. Right? Just win games. Right. Build a defense yep. that is as hard to contend with as the Chiefs offense. Like, that's the way I would look at it. If you can't get to a, let's build a defense that is as just strikes fear into opponents as much as that Chiefs offense does. And you've got to figure out how to crack a code that includes Derwin, Isaiah Simmons and Joey Bosa and good luck figuring that out because man, that is speed and power all over the field that most teams have no answer for. And then and just, that's how I would approach you, you can it. Do yeah, that just bang away time. with that car and Zach Moss. But see, I don't, I, I just, I, I think, I think we keep going back to the same point, right? Which is what do you believe Cam is? And I just don't believe he's a difference maker. And I, I would have to see it. Like, I don't, I think you're better served spending that money on, other other players that are still out there you know what i mean like i i would rather go get some of the some of the players that are still available or just save it for your because you're going to have to redo a contract with joey either this offseason or with both either this offseason or for certain next offseason you're going to have to do a contract for derwin pretty soon mike williams is up if you believe he's the future obviously hunter's on the franchise tag you see what i'm saying like i would rather spend that money with those guys than have to put it into cam if he plays well, and then you got to pay him $30 million a year and you're going to maybe lose Bosa or lose Hunter Henry or, and then you're like, okay, what, what are we doing? We'd be so much better off with a rookie on that quarterback contract with all of this talent around him. than we are having to pay a guy that's 31 years old, $30 million a year. That, that would be my fear there. Cause he's not going to take a three-year deal, right? Where you might get him on the cheap if he ends up coming back. Like Jameis might do that. You know, Mariota just did it with the Raiders. Like, that's what you could get away with, with Winston, whereas Cam would absolutely refuse to do that. If he's great, you're going to pay him 30, 35 million bucks a year. If he's not, you wasted a year. But, I mean, in the rugged AFC West, and it really is shaping up to be something. And I don't know who if if it's Derek Carr it's for the Raiders, but you think Mariota's going to be the guy? I 100% think he's going to win that job. Really? I wow. really do. I know I we talked he, about that a week ago, yeah. but I, I and I, I – and I, it, it, it's interesting, but one way or the other, I think that team is is pretty yeah. interesting the way it's shaping up. And I think the Broncos have a chance. And obviously you have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And and in spite of all that, the Chargers, again, same spot where we left off in January of 2019 as they headed off to Foxborough. It's kind of like if, you know, that roster is the best in the AFC, the Chargers top to bottom. And now if it, they should be in win now mode for the reasons you cite. Bosa has to get yeah. redone. Hunter Henry, if they don't figure something out with him and, and Mike Williams and beyond. So the Chargers are incented, it seems like. Jordan Love ain't getting it done in 2020 for him. And Tyrod Taylor likely isn't either. 
So it seems like Cam Newton, if you are in win now mode, and maybe he will get jammed up with lack of chairs in the in musical chairs, and Cam will be forced into that one year deal like Jameis is. I know what Cam would like to have, but given the the climate, the inability to work him out, and all that kind of stuff, I think he's going to wind up in that spot, isn't he? Is is there a team that rightly saved the Chargers, or I don't know, like the Dolphins? Is somebody going to? step up and say like yeah here's a five-year deal for you number one it's just not gonna no, happen this year you know wouldn't you if you were you know just take if you were the jaguars rather have cam newton than gardner Minshew? like if, if, if all of these front offices and all the scouts and all of the big brains that evaluate players thought cam still had it knowing that it would not cost much because they just released him to pluck him out of carolina wouldn't he be on a team like it's, but, like to me that's, that all, they all made their signings before he was released Probably some of them are kicking themselves but, but for not yeah, sitting there. No, I don't think so. I think they – I'm sure Carolina called them and said to the Bears, hey, you're looking to, to to get competition for Mitch. What do you want to offer us for Cam? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure those conversations happened. But, you know, the I, Redskins, I, hey, Ron, you're in – you know, do you want Cam? No, but I'll take Kyle Allen. Like, of, of all times that this could possibly have happened for Cam, it couldn't be worse because no one the can worst. give him the yeah. physical that, that he needs – um, and so I, I agree that no, probably the, the Bears or the Redskins or whoever weren't going to give up any draft picks for him without giving him a really thorough um, physical. But, uh, you know, they might have taken him um, if he was available as a free agent like he is now. I mean, look uh, at the video that, that Tua just posted. I mean, that dude is moving with Twitch. And I mean, that is impressive. Like, look, it's stupid, right? It's a six second video. But when you watch that burst and, and you watch that Twitch, it's like, damn. I wasn't expecting to see that. I was expecting a guy, you know, like the Ben Roethlisberger throwing video. It's like, hey, Ben's throwing again. And it's just him kind of gingerly tossing the ball. It's like, okay, that's great. Like, Cam needs to do that. If Cam's really right, I want to see him moving with explosion before I feel like, yeah, that's my guy. Like, I'm I'm comfortable moving forward with him. Because if he doesn't have it again, he, he I'm not saying he's useless. He's just not the same guy. How great, by the way, is it that this is where we are in the off the in between the 2019 and 2020 NFL seasons that there are two human beings who presumably I am guessing too is going to take some snaps in 2020 for an NFL team that there are two human beings playing the exact same position and one of them is Tua and one of them is Ben Roethlisberger when you watch the the respective <laughs> videos you decided <laughs> yeah, and right. ultimately. And also, I mean, two is not a runner uh, anyway, but I mean, he's, you know, obviously he's a little bit, uh, a little bit more at this point than Roethlisberger is, but you know, I had my fun uh, you, you and Petros uh, the other day had your fun making fun of uh, seven looking Husky a little bit. But does, does it make a difference? Who cares if he's fat? There's no that, Tom Brady. Everybody was just falling all over themselves to get a 43 year old man to play QB. Ultimately, for all the fun with the videos and the physical traits and everything else, uh, you know, I'm kind of these these. There are a lot of people. There's a buzz. You may know that I keep my eye on what's going on in Pittsburgh more closely than you, any do. Of you do. And people there have these fanciful hooey and applesauce ideas about like why don't they sign Cam to be uh, to Ben uh, to be Roethlisberger's backup? Like, because money. That's why. That's why that's not going to happen. Yeah. But. 
All right, go ahead. Go for in James. on Roethlisberger. Jameis makes sense to me, by the makes way. Makes sense that to me, too. Yeah, that's, yes. that's the no-brainer. Sign Jameis. Take the shot. Uh, you know, and if he's right. Well, Ben's then, not going to deal with that either, is he? I mean, like, that doesn't feel like something Ben Roethlisberger would be comfortable with. I mean, look, when you're when you're built like that and you just missed an entire season and you come back weighing 50 pounds every year, I'd Let's be a little nervous list. about the long-term future. List of uh, greatest fat athletes. Go. Um, Eddie Murphy. David <laughs> Wells. Boomer <laughs> Wells is a great one. David Wells, yeah. He fielder. Uh, Khalid El-Amin won a national championship as a fat point guard for Connecticut. Oh, Robert, that's a Robert Tractor one. Trailer. Would we call Mateen Cleaves fat? Mm, I wouldn't call him fat. I would, I would, he was, I mean, like Khalid El Amin was really a little fatty, like a little fatty bowling ball. Um, oh, how about Ray Felton? Ray Felton? Yeah, Ray Felton. Yeah. I'm trying to think of um, has there Brodeur been a, got fat at the end of his career. Has there been a fat goalie? Yeah, bro, how about uh, Brodeur? Brodeur just said at the end of his career got really fat. Oh, how, about, did, uh, right? how about Mike Tolbert? Yes. Oh, yeah. He had, a, he had yeah. a legit pot belly. Antonio Gates, Dan Fouts. Chargers have had a lot, as a matter of fact. Dan Fouts <laughs> had a full-on beer gut while he was playing. If you go back and look at pictures right. of Fouts with that beard, listen, he's in the Hall of Fame. I'm not worried about Roethlisberger. Well, he'll yeah. be fine. Um, wait, I was. I, I just. This is the moment alone. for us to do our weigh-in. By the way, this is a good time for. Oh us. yeah, let's I, do that. I want to get more, but wait, we have Seabass, Shane Leckler. That was the fattest kicking battery ever. Yeah. The Raiders sure. had those, both of those guys at the same time. There are a lot of good head on fat kickers. There were a lot. I mean, Tom Dempsey was quite heavy set. Um, a lot of those guys were fat. Efren Herrera was fat. Um, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it off there, but I, I do. Uh, Eric Green. Oliver Miller. Oh, yes. The big O. Big O. Yeah, they some guys some bondage. Yeah, um, oh, I mean, you know what? The greatest fat athlete ever is Charles Barkley. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, like not even close. The greatest ever. When a league MVP could be uh, described as the best player in basketball, rolling around with uh, not pecs but breasts and a bit of fun. <laughs> well, you know what? Shaq Fu was fat too. He was. That's fair. But my gosh, like I was around him in his fat stage. And when you actually stood next to him, it was it didn't feel like he was fat at all. He was such a gigantic human being that uh, you know it didn't. There was nothing portly about him. He was just this massive boned individual that happened to have a little extra mass on him. Charles throwing it down. That was pretty pretty athletic stuff from uh, a man of his carriage. But the greatest athlete, I'm going to throw one out there: Ironhead Hayward. Oh, yeah, the late right. father of uh, Cam Hayward. I mean, he would vault guys. He played the U on an uh, overmatched Pitt team. I went to the game at Pitt Stadium many moons ago, and in the year that he should have won the Heisman Trophy, he went for 254 against the number one team in the nation on a rainy night in Pittsburgh, PA. And he literally was vaulting canes. And he was, I mean, a fat, it's yeah. a ridiculous sight to look at. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we got to do our way in. Okay, let's do that. Uh, all right. I got to go, and I don't have a scale in here. But I, I Just did guess. Weigh, guess what your weight is. I know exactly what it is. I weighed myself uh, last night. I was exactly where I was one week ago today. There, there, was were. Some, there were some ups and downs. I was 189. I have not gained, I've not gained a pound here. All right. 
I have, uh, let's see, everyone's walking away. My scale's right next to me, so I can, uh, I can grab I'll, it. I'll just sit here and continue to, to kind yeah. of, no, I'm here. Fat, uh, fat what athletes. Is, what is 219? And what were you? You were 220? 225.3. Wow. <laughs> what have you been doing, handsome? I want to see out? you do that again. I want to see you do that again with both feet on it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that in front of the thing, but, uh, but no, that's real. I fl- my weight fluctuates a lot. There's me. What's that say? What have you got? One sixty point four. What were you? Money. I was one. Go. I was one sixty five point three. I think. Yeah. So we've we've all we're all we're losing. I I'm not snacking nearly as much as I oh, used to. Is I that was true? I was embarrassed by my number last week, and I realized it's because I would pound a couple beers and then I would sneak into the pantry and right. steal a bunch of food and come back to my bedroom and be like. <laughs> I terrible. actually see I'm the opposite of that well of course I have no willpower but um I to, to resist that it's all it's all I have right now is food that's how I look at right. it you know I have to take my pleasure where I can get it uh, as we're uh, as we're sequestered here and uh so I find myself that that equals eating a lot I've been eating a lot of chips lately and I didn't eat uh not uh, French yeah. fries handsome I've been eating a lot of yeah. uh, chips and i'm i love that um, which what flavor have you been going for well the salt and vinegar goes over big and that's I hard to this the, night. <laughs> the wife left this laying around i brought it back to the uh the office and i was like yeah i'll just put down this so-called popcorn but it's uh really just candy with popcorn the, the other night I, I, ate, I ate a whole yeah, thing you tried the pickle ones no have you tried the, the pickle kettle chips oh the dill I, chips the dill chips yeah yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damashek brought into this house some, uh, do you know uh, tacos or ta- tacos? T-A-K-I, Takis. Takis. I wasn't aware of these. He brought them into the into my home and the blazing ones, the really fire ones. Yeah. I ate the whole bag. I ate, I polished the whole bag of them. And and the missus is making pastries with the little ones every day. And, um, and it smells delicious. And what am I to do? Once uh, the sun goes down, all I do is I, I eat uh, the but cinnamon. Uh, I, hate say, I hate to say it, Dave, but we're not going to take your word for it. Go get the scale. Go get the goddamn scale already. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll, 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 I'll go do it. I just can't get it on the carpet here. But you know what? Let's see if I can uh, if I can transport it. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. Eddie, what did you weigh in at? I'm very happy to say that uh, I came in at 227.8. So down three pounds. Look at that. We've motivated Eddie. We've motivated Eddie to lose I, a little bit of weight there. I I'm not a big snacker. Um, I'm a I do eat my meals are generally bigger than most, but uh, I know my I can show my fridge to you guys. It's pretty you know clean food. You know just That's chicken. All right. bread, I don't need to see it. Veggies. So uh, bad news, the- everybody. <laughs> no, I knew that. I knew there was going to be payoff from one of us when you're telling us stories of. Dustin whole bags of chips and the missus is making cinnamon rolls. I was like, yeah, you know what? We better see this. Wow. We better actually get a, a legit way in. <laughs> Worse than any of that is uh, the fact that uh, in these troubling times, I was able to say goodbye to one of my great friends over uh, the decades beer for the last uh, few months. I, I, uh, I, I, right? I, I was skipping me. beer. Well, I was doing my best because I needed to, to – I, I felt it would be wise to shed some pounds. But, yeah, I'm back on beer, and I think that's the, the number one culprit. I, I, so you, I, were, you were 188 last week, right? 189 or 188, yeah. 180, all right. So, so Dave is up three. The rest of us are down. 
you can see it too. The beard, the beard ain't really hiding it that well anymore. The double chin. <laughs> you know what though, Dave? It was a good effort. I don't need to weigh myself. I just weighed myself last night, guys. It's no big deal. Now my, I know what I am. I haven't changed. The extra, well, because now that I now now that I'm uh, I'm going closer to becoming a more sedentary soul, I didn't want to get up and walk to the other room. And yeah, I exactly. literally, literally walking in the other room, I feel like I got a little dewy. <laughs> <laughs> I may have. Hey, let's uh, spaghetti. Let's do some use your noodle. All right. Hey, by the way, do you? Uh, how's this show going so far, spaghetti? It's very funny. I think uh, our uh, the hardcore fans love these kind of ones where we go off topic. But I mean, look, you guys got into the the Cam Jameis uh, quarterback discussion, and I, I think that's got a little bit in there. If it's boring, you can cut out whatever you want. It's not, it's yeah, not boring. I'm, I'm just worried for time purposes. For I know that Hank and Money are busy. Yeah, we're going. We're over like one ten. So I'm not sure. Okay, the cut news, it into two. The news use your noodle may take uh, some time if they don't have. I don't know how much time they have to give. That's only. Concern. Whatever. Let's do it. Okay, let's let's call it ten minutes. Let's see if we got ten, 10 minutes. minutes. Let's, let's do as many right. noodles as you can get in here. And right. a couple. Of, I I I almost am embarrassed to have to say this to this collection here. Let's be gentlemen. No looking online for answers here. Uh, um, of course. I, I'm always resigned to the fact that I'm going to lose in the first round. Okay. Anyway. Anything beyond that, I'm surprised. Legitimately surprised. All right. And use your noodle is – okay, let, let's start it. Do you have the music, Spaghetti? Oh, uh, well, I can't play it through here. Let's but sing I, it. Let's sing it. But I could, I could pull it. Uh, you guys could sing it if you want. I don't remember how it goes, like – there's something like about this. Like, kit, use kitty caboodle. Yeah. Use your noodle. Use your noodle. Right. I always say Here's your host. Here's your host, Eddie Spaghetti. So get together and canoodle. We got the whole kit and caboodle. And why the questions, they may be futile. It's time for you to use your noodle. Yeah. All right, contestants, we have a great show <laughs> lined up for you today. Uh, I have a couple good options here. Two come to mind. Good so let's go. Let's go. Mm, this one's long. Uh, <laughs> let's do this one. Hitting it out of the park. I, I'm afraid of time. I'm afraid of time constraints. I don't want to do one that's going to take a half hour. Uh, like this one is, it's the NFL franchise yards leader for passing, rushing, and receiving. But that might take a very long time. Is that Jada? I think she's home from uh, her her shoot. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I also want to once uh, once these guys move on, we got to get Jada's review of the Star Wars movies. But okay, go ahead into it. What what's it, what, what's the category here? Hand uh, spaghetti. It's the NFL's uh, each franchise. They're a leader in passing, rushing, and receiving all time. Holy hell. So, we yeah, got, that, it's a long that's one. Like we get things. Yeah. All right, let's go to this well, one. Well, no, because you'll be out quickly. There's the, This will be hard, I think. So, wait a second. We're going to do just one category, or you okay. could take any of the three categories for each of the 32 teams. I'm okay with you know, just giving a name. Right, for, how about this? Let's say now give us one other one. Let's see what the alternates are. Um, I like this one. Uh, it's NFL. Can you name the NFL players who have recorded multiple 90-plus reception seasons? So it's guys who have had at least two seasons of 90 catches or more. It's a, it's a decently long list, but it's it's not that crazy. 
I like the career leaders one, but I think you have to keep it to one category, either passing or rushing or receive. You can't just like say, hey, I'll, I'll throw out any of those three, right? Yeah. yeah. I think rushing would be interesting. Okay. So it, is a, it is a franchise's career leader in rushing. I love okay. it. Let's do that. Be, go, right, do that go. Who's starting? Handsome. Uh, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Cowboys, correct. That's to a me. bold one to come out of the gate with there, but okay. To me, I mean, I not I guess not that bold. He's the all-time leader. Yeah, right, exactly. Walter Payton. Payton Bears, uh, correct. All right. Um, I feel uh, I feel like I'm in trouble already here. I am gonna go with. Oh, he's not the leading rusher there anymore. Uh, just because I'm struggling already here, I'm going to go with the Giants Tiki Barber. Giants Tiki Barber, correct. Whew. I remember that one because uh, uh, Lionel Hampton, in the storied New York Giants um, history, Lionel Hampton was their all-time leading rusher until Tiki Barber broke it, which isn't that either. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I'll go with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, Lions, correct. I'll go Frank Gore. Frank Gore, 49ers. Correct. 49ers, obviously. Right. You obviously me. (laughs) Um, I will go. Oh, man, this is hard. Why is this? uh, Why am I uh, having so much trouble here? Uh, I'm jumping around the NFL. Oh, man. Um. I will say, oh, uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Brown's correct. Um, I'm going to throw one out there. I, it seems like it would be the right answer. Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, Bill's correct. Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, good one. Man, uh, why am I having so much trouble here? LT Chargers, correct. All right, this has to be correct. I'm trying to – am I forgetting somebody and I'm going to be embarrassed here? Perhaps. But Larry Zonka has to be correct for the Dolphins. Dolphins, Larry Zonka, correct, yeah. Oh, trying to think um, if there was some gap in there. Like, well, Ricky Williams hadn't done enough to obviously – Not quite, it. right. Hmm. Um. It's just, I'll, I'll say this. It's, just, it, it's great to feel alive. I've never been so nervous as I am mm. playing this game right now, right. at least in a fortnight. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, uh, I'll throw this out there, but it could easily be wrong. Um, for the Raiders, Marcus Allen. Raiders, Marcus Allen, correct. Ooh, I wasn't sure about that one. That was one of the – that's – you know what? I think that's going to present uh, an interesting circumstance coming up here, handsome. Eddie George. I Eddie. know what your circumstance is, and I might. I, well, I was wondering the same thing. thing. Eddie, Eddie George, George Eddie George is correct, huh? Yeah. 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 And that includes – so Eddie George, that's what's weird. The, the guys who were the stars of my youth, it feels like, well, those guys were certainly nobody trumped them, but – if you look up like Notre Dame passing stats, Steve Berline, I think, is their all-time passer, um, not Joe Montana or somebody like that. Um, I'm just buying myself time right now. Yeah, you are. Stop stalling, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I say I don't want to say the team I'm thinking about. I know the team you're thinking about. They won the Super Bowl recently. Uh, how about? Well, yeah, that's the team I'm thinking about. <laughs> Could that be? Yeah, that that was one of the teams I was just contemplating. Um, how about? Uh, oh, Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin Jets. Yeah, correct. that's a good Ooh, one. Oh, I got nervous as I said. As I said, I'm, I'm like. Why am I nervous playing this game? But Curtis Martin, as I said that, like how many of those Patriots years um, factor into his all-time number there? It could have been – so I was thinking for – I could have been Freeman McNeil for the Jets, I was thinking. Hmm. But – Check this out. This is is a big one. I'm very – I'm more confident about this one than I was about Marcus Allen. Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister Saints is correct. Wow, handsome. I see. I, I, I gave some thought there. I thought a deuce, but do you remember Dalton Hilliard was yep, uh, was very good? But not for long enough. Not for Deuce McAllister was around for a while. Right. All right. How about? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm a little nervous saying it because I don't know why either of you two hasn't said it yet. But whatever. Adrian Peterson, Vikings, easy one, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, did I? Is, was it Robert Smith? Am I missing something here? Like, why has nobody said Adrian Peterson? Well, yeah, and Chuck Foreman, but yeah, of course, Adrian Peterson. I think it's crazy that Dave hasn't given given us the Steelers one yet, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you saving that, or do you not know? Like, because that would, I'm not because I'm not positive. Really, I would wow. think, like as a Steelers fan. I All right, I'll let one of you that. guys take the shot at that one, but I, I'm I'm not positive. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Franco finished at 12K. But then Jerome Bettis finishes ahead of him in career rushing, and Bettis did spend two years with the Rams, so it's hard to I, – I can't do the math on that. Um, I'll save that one for, for down the line unless one of you wants to beat me to it there. In the meantime, man, the Bengals are really a pathetic organization, aren't they? <laughs> like, like – if the answer is going to be Corey Dillon there, that'll be pretty bad. So I'm not going to say that. It's not my answer, Spaghetti. So do not do I, not. I'm not reacting. I will say, ah, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm running through. Ah, oh, man, that jazz. All right, you know what? I'm just going to go with Marcus Allen for the Chiefs. Hmm. That's what that's what I was thinking. You would think no. a while back. That's not the answer. That's not right. Incorrect. And, and I know I know the answer to that one too. By the way, Ed Podolak. I think I do too. Priest Holmes. Do it. Harvey Williams. Yeah. No, Priest Holmes is what I was. Gonna Priest say. Holmes. Priest Holmes had. It is not that? Priest Holmes. Yes, not money, you're Holmes. out. No, yeah, you were out. No, we were, I had a different. Oh yeah, why? Yeah, I your turn. I I'm, I'm going to say TD, I'm going to say TD for the Broncos. TD for the Broncos is, is uh, correct. Yes. All right. That was my... I can let's see if I can keep it going. Um, they had Otis Armstrong, and that's what was going through my head. All right. This, is, this, is one that can get me in, this one can get me in a lot of trouble if I'm wrong <laughs> in these in these parts. Fred Taylor. Mm. Fred Taylor, Jackson Jaguars, correct. Good one. Woo. Woo. <laughs> that was a little sweat there. Yeah. Woo. I'm ashamed of my my performance here. The nerves got to me. What can I say? I'm out. Oh, doesn't sound up there. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, no. I'm 
if Hank gets this right, I'll, I'll bow out gracefully because I would have gone right. Priest Holmes. Because no, if no, you no, hadn't fine. gone Priest Holmes, I would have. So I didn't go Priest Holmes. I was I was saying I thought that it was Priest Holmes, but yeah. I, no, I, I, just, I wouldn't I was, have. When it wasn't Marcus, I was convinced it was Priest, so I probably would have gone with that. I can throw him out just to, just to make sure I, you're, I wonder, you're out. You're out. I wonder, hey, you're out. I wonder if it's Fuck Jamal, Char- I wonder if it's Jamal Charles out. for the Chiefs. I just uh, – Ooh, good one. Go on. You know what? We'll keep it going. Just, I'll just, take just it. Is it Jamal Charles? Even more. I'll take Jamal, Jamal Charles. Charles for the Chiefs. Jamal Charles is the answer for the Chiefs. Woo! Okay. Let me see if I can keep it going. I might as well. Uh, let's see. We've done all those. We've done – uh, Anthem just gave me a great clue. Uh, I don't want a clue. I did. I don't want yeah. a clue. Or just don't want a clue. to play off of with his last answer. Uh, how about another answer? How about uh, for the win? For the win. Oh, God. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. Ricky Waters. Sorry, for whom? For whom? For whom? For, for Seattle. Seattle. I'm sorry, for Seattle. Yeah. Who yeah, is it? Chris oh no, for Seattle. Right. It's it's is it Sean, be Alexander? Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander's yeah. answer. Ah, this is the word. I thought Marshawn Lynch might have gotten it, so I didn't know. <laughs> so I didn't go Sean Alexander. So wait, money loses. With Ricky Waters. So Hank, well, Hank, Hank has to get one more correct answer. No, he doesn't. He already oh, did. No, he, he got this round correct. Money missed. He was uh, first. Uh, Gotcha. All right, let, let's let's finish these off. I've got one more. I've got one more to throw out there for you. Yeah, throw it out there. But for, for just to c- confirm the win, the Houston Texans, Arian Foster. Ah, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, how well done. about Arizona Cardinals, Thomas Jones? Cardinals. Oh, is... No, no, no. Wait, that was the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals, Cardinals will be an old one. Yeah, I know, but I'm not counting the old ones. I'm counting the Arizona Cardinals. OJ yeah. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, OJ Anderson yeah, is what yeah, I OJ Anderson, right. What I about the Colts? Is Edge James the Colts? Edge James is Colts. Edge James the Colts, yeah. I, I kept wanting to say that, but is I Is it Jamal Lewis, Lewis Ravens? Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis Ravens. Good one. That's the one I was saying when he said uh, Jamal. Uh, this Jamal. list is like the, it's the very obvious names, sometimes recent names, and then you have only a very few, like very few obscure ones. So, so wait, Pittsburgh. I'm gonna my final answer on that is gonna be the bus. It's not. It's Franco. Ah, hmm. dang it! That um, is humiliating. It is. <laughs> I'm not proud. That, of that, is, that really is. That is Lost. humiliating. A man knows as team. much trivia and as much history. As you do to not know who the Steelers' leading rusher of all—that's crazy, Dave. You ought to be ashamed. <laughs> to round this out for the uh, listeners, I think you guys are—you guys are missing the Bengals. Where is Corey Dillon? It's, it's Corey, Corey Dillon. It's Corey yeah. Dillon. You guys don't have. That's to- embarrassing. Is Corey Dillon uh, number one for two teams? Is Corey Dillon number one for or who's no. number one for the Patriots? Yeah. Uh, is, is, uh, is Eagles Westbrook? This one's very, very tough. I would Damn have never. Cunningham. It is, yes. It's wow, that's crazy. That's uh, crazy. you guys. I don't think have the Bucks yet. James Wilder. It is James Wilder. Would have not got yeah. that either. Uh, cards you got? We guys are up to the Eagles. Um, I said Westbrook. I will no, not Westbrook. Go, uh, Who is it? Wilbert Montgomery. Nope. Steve Van Buren. Nope. Like I said, sometimes it's the obvious or recent one. The easy one. Who's easy? Recent. 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 
Who? Who was even on that team? Legarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi? What yeah, I don't know. Who is it? Shady. Ah, oh, yeah. God, I forgot about that. Did um, you Packers did we get? Falcons is the next one up. No, it didn't get Packers. I will Packers, go uh, Jim Taylor. Or no, it's Amon Green. Packers are Amon right. Green, correct. Amon Green. I, uh, I was debating Taylor and Amon Green. Yeah, Atlanta, I, I was Taylor. debating Gerald Riggs. It's Gerald Riggs on Atlanta. William Andrews uh, was great, who was his predecessor. And both of them were big, husky, borderline fat guys. Um, but Gerald Panthers. Riggs. Panthers would be. Deshaun. It's got to be, yeah. Who'd you say? Deshaun Foster. Oh, I thought, I'm sorry. No, D'Angelo Williams would be the. D'Angelo Williams. No, it's not Deshaun Ford. Really? Tim Biaka Batuka? It's not a quarterback. CMC? No, No, No. it's not McCaffrey. I would have thought it'd be Foster. Oh, 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 I know who it is. It's um, Steven uh, Davis? There you go. No, Steve no, no, Davis. Steven Davis. Not Steven Davis. Um, damn it. You think yeah, it's obvious, know. Spaghetti? Are you talking about the guy from Oregon? I want to give his name. Jonathan Stewart. Yeah, yeah Jonathan Stewart. There we you go. Him. Yeah, we said him. Okay. Jay, Jay Stu, uh, next team is the Rams. This is an interesting one. Must have Falk. It is. I think it's Falk. Yeah, it's got to be Falk. It's not. <laughs> Well, can't be Dickerson. It's not. Not Wendell Tyler. Nope. Stephen Jackson. Yep. It's Stephen Jackson. Jackson. Good one. Nicely or done. Dave Oh, shame on me. And I think your last, last team, I think, is the Redskins. Riggins? Yeah, John Riggins. That's right. Dang. I, he was, was on my list. Actually. That's disgraceful that I there you go. That I, I, I performed so uh, woefully here. I apologize to everybody. I didn't rise to the occasion. This uh, this was uh, this was the bottom of the barrel for me. I missed the steal. That was awesome. That's a that's a Dave Damashek football podcast highlight. That is for sure. And I gained four and I gained four pounds. The big loser. <laughs> Another of pod. The big loser this week on the DDFP, Dave Damashek. Um, handsome, I appreciate your time. Uh, it's Matt been wonderful Lincoln. spending time with you oh, while in quarantine. Yeah. Everybody's safe and sound. Mm-hmm. Everybody's uh, hey there. There we go. That's Preston, Hi. my youngest. There she is, stealing something. Looks like a cord. Can right. I say, you know what? I think, uh, you know, it's great that everybody is trying to stay in, but I will say, I've taken to it fairly easily. How about you? Has this been a, a miserable? Oh, it's been great. I mean, I hate to say experience. it, but it's been great. I hate it for it's the been, country. Uh, I hate it for the uh, yeah, for society, terrible, for, but... the, for the people that are actually suffering. But for those of us who who are suffering nothing more than having to stay inside and watch TV with our loved ones, I feel like, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, no, it's been nice. Especially, it's I mean, you know, I got bad. older kids, so I've got one home from college. She would normally be three thousand miles away right now, and I got her, that's you know, nice. here. So it's been great. That's nice. Um, it's terrible, but hey, Ronnie. Last thing, you get to pick. Do you want Cam Newton? Jameis Winston or Tua to be your quarterback for the Dolphins in 2020? Tua. Tua number one. There you go. See, I hope your son deals well choice. with disappointment. Hang and I, <laughs> can I tell you something, Money? This is what exactly what we're talking about. No, the, the people, kids who are Ronnie's age, 
don't care about what you've already done. Nobody cares about what's already ha- happened. Two is exciting and new and right. young, and this is why the Chargers are going to move heaven and earth to get exactly uh, right. to get Tua. And I predict I'm going to make a bold prediction now. At the end of it, I think the Dolphins are going to recognize Tua is not the difference between us vying for Super Bowl contention this year or next year. Ergo, I think that they might do something that a lot of people aren't anticipating. I think that the Chargers are in win now mode. They're going to go get Tua. I think that they're going to win the the Tua sweepstakes. What I just uh, what I think it comes down to is where do you have the the quarterbacks graded? You know, and this is something that DJ's talked about. It's like if you have if you're the Dolphins and you have a close grade on Tua and Herbert then you're not going to want to give up all that equity because you have so many holes and you're in this rebuild and there are going to be really good players available for all three of those. And you'll be content with either taking Herbert or if, you know, if the Chargers have to give up multiple ones, multiple twos, and you're like, well, you know, we've got him here and we've got Herbert here. So do we really want to give up all three of our ones to go get Tua when we feel good about Herbert plus wide receiver plus linebacker plus all line. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what ultimately it's going to come down to for both of those teams for the Chargers. Like, okay, do we really want Tua? Is Tua here? And, and if Jordan Love slips and, or, or Jalen Hurts slips and we can instead get Isaiah Simmons and, and that player or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I think that's what it ultimately is going to come down to. Right. I, I do great. love, I do, I do love that a lot of people are speculating like, Hey, you know what? Belichick playing 3d chess. He's going to tank the season. And he's going to put a bench, like instead of like that's not plausible. Do do you think Belichick's a great coach or not? Like, is he gonna has he has is Tom Brady that big a difference between twelve and thirteen wins and six wins? That that whoever they put if they put Andy Dalton in there, that is the team's not going to just bottom out. No, exactly. The it's on some such team. That's not yeah. a plausible thing. Hey, money. I don't know if you want to stick around yeah. with this, but I have a quick head to head for father and son here. Handsome. And Ronnie, Ronnie, do you know who the first president in the United States was? Yes. Go ahead and tell us. George Washington. That's correct. It, it was you Abraham know, Lincoln. Do you know, Ronnie, that your dad didn't know that uh, the answer to that question when I asked him? He said <laughs> it was you know Abraham who did know? Lincoln. Jay Ajayi did know. It's true. Jay Ajayi and did, and your dad didn't. Now I want to go head to head. I want to see if you can go head to head here. Ronnie, you go first. States in the United States of America, you start, Ronnie. Name one. Um, America. Wait, no, I'm <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm in California. Well done. Handsome. I'm going to go with Florida. Okay. Oh, me? Uh, um, we're stuck already at number three. Right. <laughs> he already <laughs> won one. Ronnie already won Oh, Washington. Kid. Nothing else matters. Well, that's enough then. If Ronnie, right. if Ronnie's not going to do it, uh, no, he, he said Washington. Oh, he said Washington. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm stuck now. For I, that, I'm done. I don't know any others. Now, handsome, right. pro- handsome proves he's a. And I like, uh, I like seeing that. That's very well done, Ronnie. Great to see you, man. Be well. Yeah. You can go out in your backyard and throw the ball with the old man at least, right? <laughs> yeah, we've been. We played a lot of catch recently. Ah, good, good for deal. you. That's that's very nice. That's that's great. Uh, thank you for the time. Uh, good luck. Make sure everybody tunes in. Petros and Money spinning four hours a day. The finest radio show on all the land. Track it down on iHeartRadio. 
Hey. All right, you know what, uh, Spaghetti? Let's uh, let's we'll we'll skip on Jada um, for now. I am sure she's too busy to kibitz about Star Wars anyway. Um, was this an all right show? This was a jam packed show. I think is what the people want. You want an hour and a half of uh, football, of trivia, of TV talk, of uh, pub. All right, very good. Um, go play The Witcher. Um, that's yes. a sacrifice right there. You just gave yes. up an hour and 40 minutes worth of uh, of Witcher time to give it's about football and the game of life. That's, that's true. But, you know, like I said, this is what the people want in, the, in their time of need. We're trying to help them out. All right. Listen, I'm down to do it, uh, you know, four to seven times daily if, if uh, we can find anybody to do it with us. Um, yeah. We do have some good stuff on the way coming at you. Um, in the meantime, for more time, for more stuff to help you burn the hours, I encourage you to go listen to the Chris Long podcast, The Green Light, uh, where I'm on. I tweeted it out there. We rent, or we do a bracket of all the NFL uniforms. And um, any ideas you have, anything you want us to kibitz about, uh, listen, we, we all have nothing but time on our hands right now. So we can tend to that. But uh, thank you, Spaghetti, for making the time, making it all work for us. And um and uh, we'll be back soon. Hang in, everybody. Right, Spaghetti? Yes. Right. right. All right, that's, <laughs> it. All right, that's <laughs> the end of that then. All right, uh, with that said, we'll talk to you soon. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.